Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're realizing the beginning is ending. Now, I say this because January 2023 is almost at an end. And it really feels like, and, and it, it's kind of crazy that January 2023 will never happen again. Like, this is it. This is it for the month, you know? And when I think about it like that, it's like, oh, wow. Like, I'm never going to be like, it's January. I'm never going to be like that. It's never going to, it's never going to come, come back around until next year. And then it'll start the opening of new beginnings. And it just kind of feels like, you know, January is like, uh, is really where, where everybody just wants to, to try everything brand new. Everybody wants to try new things, do something different, make goals and like try to stick with it for the rest of the year. And now that we're here, now that like the first month is kind of coming and going, what have we what have we really learned? Who have we really become? What have what have we gained from this month? Cuz it'll never happen again. This is the first. This is number uno. This is the this is really the first one. Why did I say number uno? I mean numero uno. This is not gonna this is not gonna come back until next year. And by then you'll be a completely different person. Maybe you're a completely different person now and you'll still continue to be different by the end of the year. You know, who knows, right? And that's kind of the kind of the thing that it's like I feel like these months are way too short now. Like time is really like last year, I feel like last year happened in like five days instead of like the 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 amount of time that went by. But I don't know. I I just feel like now I'm in this place of trying to enjoy each day, and I do. But it's more of like how much of it went went away so quickly. You know, the sun did come up and then it did go down. You know, but it just kind of feels like it happens too quickly now. It happened. It goes by in such a, such a, such a flash. When I was a kid, it didn't feel like it was so long. It felt like, I mean, it, it felt like uh, it felt a lot longer. It felt like, oh man, there was so much to do. There were so many things that you have to get done. Or it felt like everything was just a slow day. You know, I guess that that had to do with school, huh? Like when you show up in class and it kind of like you're not interested and you have to sit there anyways. Maybe that was it. Or maybe it was just like me being young and, and feeling like 25 minutes was like an hour or something like that. You know, it felt like something was so quick. And now I guess I guess I'm a little bit more patient now. And I feel like 30 minutes isn't that you know, isn't that much amount of time, right? Like if I'm making a 30 minute drive, I'm like, that's nothing, you know, as opposed to like a, a 30 hour drive, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's some work. And I just kind of want to say a quick goodbye to January. I kind of want to say like, this is the one where everybody is either on their new year's resolutions or like pushing forward or trying to figure out what do I do with this year? How do we become, how do, uh, how do you, how does anybody become a better version of themselves or a new version of who they want to be? You know, that's, that's definitely what this month is for. And you just get it started right away. Or maybe, or maybe you're continuing something you've already started, you know, 
But that would be more in the middle. And I'm talking about when you're realizing the beginning is ending. And it gets kind of like this this weird space where it's like you notice that like you've you've already overcome, right? Like you've already already hit the bumps on the road. And now that the, the road has smoothened out a little bit or like you've fixed it, now it's it's more about like keeping it going. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that's what I'm really focusing on is that like now that you've you've seen all the things that you want to do or you want to accomplish for this year, especially in this this beginning month, how how are you gonna, you know, continue going forward? Is there anything new you can still learn? And if you do, maybe maybe your past failures of this month or or whenever will like help you out, you know, they'll give you a little bit more of like, oh, I failed, but because I failed earlier, I'm able to bounce back a lot quicker. You know what I mean? It's kind of like um it's like a video game. And you and you're first starting to play it and you have no idea how to play. You don't know any of the buttons. You don't know like what this how to move, how to how to jump, how to do anything, right? And then all of a sudden the game teaches you and it's like step by step. They're they're training you to to know how to play the game, right? You press R1 or R2 and you hold X and you press circle or B or this or that, right? They're teaching you how to play. And then once you get the hang of it, then it's like you don't need it anymore. But you don't know when that's going to come. Because it's your first time playing, you don't know when it's going to be like, all right, I know everything I need to know about the game now. Until you just do it, you know what I'm saying? Until you get there. And it does. it's actually pretty interesting the way that video games do it because they try to fit it all into the story of the game of like how do I teach you to do this skill and at the same time make it like impact the story in a way you know what I'm saying how do I how do I get you to to understand what 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 game you're playing while also trying to let you uh know what buttons are important for this specific task. You know what I'm saying? And when I think about it like that, I'm trying to think of like what video game mechanics or like what have I learned that could be like in a video game? I guess there's a few. Uh, uh, mm, I, I would say more like continuing. Does that make sense? like I already know how to play the game I already know all the functions I already know all the buttons but now it's just like I guess I'm on a on a different level or something uh, you know uh, uh. all I'm trying to say here is that like at the beginning of the video game you know you're in it right because you're learning all this new stuff and then eventually at some point or another they stop helping you out at some point or another they're just kind of like all right you gotta you gotta do you you know, you know everything and you just keep on rolling. But you don't know when that is, right? You don't know when the last time uh, they're going to come to you and be like, yeah, this, so this is going to be the last time we're going to help you out or give you any kind of like tips or advice, right? Because from here on out, you're on your own. You got to play the game the way that it was intended. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's just, you never know. You never know when that's going to happen. And so when you realize it, right? When you realize that it's coming to a close, you're kind of like, oh, snap. 
now I'm in like, I can't, um, if I mess up, it's not because I didn't know or because I didn't understand the rules. It's more so because like, you know, maybe it was uh, extremely challenging and difficult and that failure will get me better and better the next time, kind of, you know, because there are certain levels that you play in a video game that are a lot more difficult than others, but it's all about okay, how can I make the smartest move? How can I dodge? How can I move? How can I swing and fight and kill and do this and do that? All of those things together really um, make you a, a valuable and strong player to the game. And it is valuable because that's when you start to enjoy it. So when they stop helping you, when they stop treating you like a baby, when they start stop uh teaching you all of the mechanics and understanding how to how to really play and enjoy the game to the most then you can actually enjoy it right then you can just dive uh deep into the game and you can have fun and that's what january is for right now january right now was kind of like the beginning part all over again right new game new level how do i how do I learn really quickly so that way I can get onto my, so that way I can enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the beginning steps that you take, the the resolution that you have, as soon as you tackle them early, then you can be like, all right, I've been through it before. I know what it takes to like fail at this. I learned from my mistakes. Now I'm going to become even better. Yeah. Yeah. And when you realize that, then you can start enjoying it, you know? I imagine it's, you know, sometimes it'll be difficult and more often than not, you you won't have somebody l literally to guide you step by step, but that's what it's all about, right? You just, you, you live and you learn. And there are plenty of like videos and stuff that's like, you know, like tutorials and whatnot that can actually teach you. So it's not like... It's not like anything that you're doing hasn't already been done or like been tried, I guess, you know. And if it hasn't, then you're really in groundbreaking territory. You're creating the game. You're creating the rules, you know. I also feel like in in movies, they got to get the ball rolling to to you know, they got to get you to learn all of the characters. So these are the new characters that you're all meeting for the first time. Who are they? And more often than not, than not they try to show you up front who they are and, and develop an attachment to them of some kind. So that way you can like relate to them and connect and to like bond with them and then really get on their side throughout the rest of the movie. Which I guess is not the case for like, well... It is the case, sort of. Not really. I'm trying to think of like... Uh, I'm thinking of Pulp Fiction. Where it's like the beginning is actually the end. But it's really in the middle somewhere. Or like towards the end, sort of. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of weird in that way. Where it's not like... I have this big attachment to... The people who robbed the bank at the beginning. But I do have an attachment to... Uh, you know, John Travolta's character or Samuel L. Jackson's character, which happened in, right afterwards. We're hit with brand new characters right after the, the diner scene. 
And then it all comes back together again in the end. And you're like, how is this all going to go down? You know what I mean? Not to not to spoil the movie. I always forget. Okay, spoiler spoiler alert for Pulp Fiction. If you've never seen it, go watch it and then, you know, come back. But you don't know when the beginning is over sometimes. But I'm just trying to be like, when you realize that it's coming to an end, you kind of have to be be prepared or be ready to kind of understand that now you you got no training wheels on now you gotta you gotta roll with where the this place is taking you you know which is why i guess the beginning act is really of like a of a movie is so important is like i have to feel an attachment to this person in order to keep rolling with them because if not and it feels like there there was a new direction they could have taken where i could have enjoyed it but i didn't as much like, um, I feel like a good emotional bond would be like Finding Nemo, right? Spoilers for Finding Nemo. If you haven't watched that movie, I mean, you're too young or you're really missing out. So in Finding Nemo, the dad has this emotional connection with his son, his only son, and he wants to protect him and hold him and love him, that it becomes too possessive he becomes too much of a he becomes a bad dad essentially he just like hovers over his kid every 24 hours and it's exhausting it's too much right he's suffocating his son and you don't want that but you feel the parental bond right it's like that's my son i want to protect him and hold him because i know the dangers out there and i don't want him to be in that danger ever and by doing so, he actually created a rift between the two of them. And that's what makes the, the next sequence right after Nemo touches the butt so impactful. It's what sets up the rest of the movie. It's like you feel like the, you know, Marlon's devotion and love for his son and to be a, a good father. But you also see Nemo who is very, I don't want to say against, but he's kind of just like, I want to be free. I want to do my own thing. And that's a good setup. That's a good That's a good beginning to it because I feel an attachment to both of them. I understand both of them. And then something's got to happen. Something happens and then it takes off from there. And you're kind of just like, Oh snap! We're we're not learning about these characters anymore. Now we're getting into the into deep dark danger, dangerous waters. You know what I'm saying? And so now that you're you're realizing that this month is over, it's about to go away for good. What have we really learned? What are some new habits we've gained along the way? Because if you're not growing, if you're not becoming somebody new, then it kind of feels like I mean, I don't want to say you wasted a month. Maybe you've already done something. Maybe there are new habits you've already made and you're still doing and continuing and learning from. You know what I'm saying? There's something new that you're doing every single day that you're trying. You're trying to make happen. You're trying to to start this, to start that, you know? I feel like I'm saying you know too much. I'm going to stop saying that. So the new habits in our lives... Our resolutions, the things that 
we made our goals for the rest of the year, how have we fared with them so far? Have we forgotten about them? Have we started but not really dipped our whole toe in? You know, maybe you just like skimmed the water sort of, but you didn't put your your toe, your big toe in or, you know, all five of them or maybe even your whole foot or butt. You didn't just jump in, right? You just dipped your toe in and then that was it, you know? Or maybe, um, maybe this new habit you're not even aware of. Sometimes we, we get into those new habits, like me saying you know all the time. I didn't think I was saying it so much, but then I just realized that I kept saying it over and over and over again, and I don't want to be doing that because this is a podcast, and it definitely brings down the value of what I'm saying a bit, I think. So these new habits, what kind of, what kind of ways do they add quality to our lives? If your new habit every single day is to wake up at a certain time and that's benefiting you because you feel like you get, you're a lot more productive, you have a lot more time in your day, you feel like you, you do so much earlier in the morning that it feels like the rest of the day is kind of free for you to get even more ahead, you know? You you finished all of the, the hard work or maybe you finished all of the important stuff early on. Maybe you went to the gym. Maybe you um, maybe you started that that project or that work that you needed to do early in the morning. Or I, maybe you went to work right away early in the morning, right? When you didn't need to, but you just wanted to get ahead. Or maybe you were scheduled to. I don't know, right? And... Or maybe you got a new job and now you have to work different hours than what you're usually used to. So let's say you're used to like working at 10 a.m. But now this new job, this new opportunity, this new thing in your life that you want to chase is your new goal. But you have to wake up at 5 a.m. You have to wake up at 5 a.m. so you can drive there and get there at like 6 a.m. And then from 6 a.m. onwards, you have to work. You know what I'm saying? Like those are new habits. Those are new things that come into our lives and we have to adjust so that we can become the best version of ourselves, the best, a new person. You didn't know that you could wake up at 5 a.m., but you can and you're very willing and very able to. You didn't know that you could drive so early in the morning, so drowsy a little bit but you kind of had your coffee or whatnot, but you can, and you did, because you're capable of many things. And then once you get into that routine, once you, once you have that all set up and ready to go, then it becomes maintaining. How can I maintain this, this routine? How can I maintain this new habit? Because it's benefiting me, because it's working to my advantage, because it helps me accomplish so much early on that the rest of the day I can do new things. I can still grow for the rest of the day. I can still accomplish so much that it feels like the day is endless. It feels like the day is full of possibilities and full of advantages to you. Things that you can focus on. Things that you want to become. And when you realize that 
this month is ending, you kind of, it can't help but look back on it and feel like, man, what have, what, what have I developed? And how have I developed, I should say? And what new habits do I want to, to grow and add on, you know? And that's so important. It's that even though I'm I'm supposed I'm I'm looking back, there's so much ahead of us, right? There's so much that we can still continue. There's so many unexpected turns that could come back back to us that we may not be expecting, right? So many things that can happen in a short amount of time when you feel like the year is gonna be yours and only yours. But then it actually hits you in the nuts and you're just kind of like, oh man, what happened? I thought this this was gonna be my I thought this was gonna be my everything, you know? It's still a little fresh, but this year, man, it's I'm feeling optimistic about this year. I feel good about it. I feel very positive vibes happening about this year. I don't know why. I just definitely feel it. It feels good. And so what's still ahead is definitely a lot more fun. That's what I feel is coming ahead. That's that's what I personally think when I'm realizing that this month is over. I'm like, there's still so much fun I can have. Like, I've had fun this month and I'm still going to have fun fun the rest of the year. There's so much to look forward to. There's so much that can happen as long as I I focus and I work hard at the things that I genuinely want. That's what's important is to to look ahead and to keep your head up, you know? You can't it's impossible to walk forward if your head is looking back. If your head is looking back, your your neck is going to be all messed up, and you're not gonna you're gonna feel this this um you're not gonna be so aware. You're gonna feel completely stuck somewhere else, you know. And you never want to do that. You never you never want to feel like that. I I get the like Usain Bolt. When he runs, you know, he sprints. When he runs, he doesn't look back at the other people. He just makes sure he keeps on moving. Because why would you, why on earth would you look back when you're the fastest person in the world? You would just pass everybody. That's, that's, uh, that's what's important is to look at what's in front of you and what's ahead of you. You don't look back and notice Oh, this person's running slower than me. No, you're not focused on them. You're focused on you. You're focused on staying in the line, running down the track as fast as you possibly can. And there's no reason to look at anybody else. There's no reason to to beat yourself up or to feel like you're not doing enough when you're doing so good on your own. And you're allowed to go at your own pace. I guess Usain Bolt was a bad... I, I just couldn't name like a... A big marathon runner, but like, because this this life definitely is a a marathon. It's not a sprint. But you you get what I'm trying to say. He doesn't look out for everybody else, and you shouldn't either. It doesn't matter who's in front of you or who's behind you or who's on the side of you, right? Who you're running alongside of. All that matters. All that really matters is looking in f- ahead and running towards it, one step at a time. One step, one step, one step, one step. You just keep on moving. 
and you don't stop until you get to where you want to be, until you reach the end line. And right now you're just beginning, but it's coming, it's, you know, it's, it's coming to the point, you know, that point when you're on a good run and you, you're far away from your house or like wherever you started and whatnot. And you're nowhere near the end. You're like in that, you're, but you got a good pace going. You're, you're definitely moving. You're getting a good, a good stride. You're breathing. Okay. You, um, you're definitely getting a good sweat going. Like when you're in that middle spot, you're very rarely focused on it. But you always know the beginning and you know the end. Maybe you do like a big circle and you end where you started, right? And then everything else doesn't really matter. That's how it kind of feels. But when you realize that, when you realize you're in that middle point, when you realize that you, you already took that first step, you're able to appreciate so much more. Because I remember this one time I was on a run and I wasn't near the end, but I realized that like, man, I'm so far away from my house. And I was looking at the sunset and I was looking at these like field of cows and whatnot. And I was just kind of like, wow, this is really beautiful because they kept the grass all, the grass was really green and the, the cows were like hanging out there and whatnot. And I was really enjoying it. I was like, wow. This is so cool. This looks so nice. It looks like somebody painted this. And that that appreciation of it made me enjoy the run a lot more. It made me feel like I've made it so far. I still I can still go even more. I can still continue to to run and to do well. And that and that comes when that really comes when you can be open to anything i feel if you if you open up to going on runs if you open up to exercising or waking up or, or doing any kind of goal that you set up for yourself when you open your mind to the possibility of them then it becomes like you you can appreciate i think so much more cuz if you stay a little stuck in your routine or stuck in what you're doing it's not so so much of a bad thing, especially if those uh, routines or those you know so-called habits are benefiting you. Then there's nothing wrong with it. But embracing change, embracing you know the new, is kind of there. There's such a cool aspect to it that nobody else can hold or experience, but you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the best way I, I think I can kind of talk about it is like being open to new foods or open to different cultures, I guess. There was somebody out there who had never tasted pizza all their their whole life. Or maybe they've like never uh, been to Italy or had pasta or any of that stuff. And then one day they were like, you know what, let me, let me go see what the, what this place is like. And then they see uh, these these beautiful pastas and foods and they're like let, let me try it let me see what it's about let me have an open mind to it let me not just stick to what i i usually do let me let me see what what this is about and then they try it they take that first they they taste that first piece of pizza and they're like this is this is the best thing i've ever had in my whole life this is so brand new these flavors and it's like ratatouille 
in a way. And if you haven't watched Ratatouille, go watch it. Spoilers. But the what I'm trying to get is that you have to have an open mind to to taste and adventure and explore new flavors, new tastes, new uh, recipes. And if you don't, I mean, there's still good food out there. Don't get me wrong. And you can still enjoy enjoy life, but. There's always a possibility that there could be something that you love out there that you haven't even tried yet. Something that's that you kind of are held back against because it, maybe it didn't go so well. Or um, maybe you already tried it and you're like, yep, that's not for me. But somebody else comes along, they're kind of like, you should try it again, just one more time. You're kind of like, no, tried it, done it, don't want to do it again. And that's that that can be I don't want to say that's that's closed minded because you did try it. You were open to it at first. But sometimes you gotta give things another go, I feel. Sometimes you have to it, it's just like the game mechanics. Sometimes you you may not uh get it the first time or maybe you forget or you you don't quite know the combos or the moves or or how to use everything perfectly, you know? And then you try it again. That's that's also being open, right? That's that's having a, a high level of openness is failing and then trying again. That's being open to, to making mistakes and to maybe not enjoying it the first time, but still trying to, to make it the best. I feel. And that's another cool thing is that you can always begin again so just because this month is ending just because january is over doesn't mean you can't start anew in february it doesn't mean you can't begin anew tomorrow or the next day or the day after that it just means that this month is going to be officially over and then it's never going to come back again until next year so beginning again is really trying to focus on understanding where you want to be, where you as a person uh, want to go. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to achieve? And when you figure that out, when you understand what your purposes, what you personally enjoy, the things that bring you happiness or the things that matter the most to you is when you can really focus on it and start all over again. You can begin again. And that's that's so cool. That's such a, a nice spot. It reminds me of another movie. But when you begin again, you're left with so much opportunity, so much access to being a whole new person. You can definitely start a whole new life and do everything a new way. Like imagine if you had this as much as your whole life you've lived up till now, right? Imagine you can begin it all over again. You can, you can make new friends, you can do new hobbies, you can try new things, you can experience 
uh, a bunch of different stuff. Like you could become a whole different person. And you still can. There's nothing stopping you. Even right here, right now, with everything you've been through, you can still change. You can still become a new person. And that's what's so cool. And then you get into that to that fresh spot where it's like, all right, I'm I'm new now. Let's keep this going. Let's keep this version of myself still going. Cause everybody wants to talk about oh, let's try this, let's let's begin this new, let's start this now, let's let's get it going. And then once the ball's kind of rolling, you're kind of on your own. Or you you kind of like it becomes so normal to you that it's not even new anymore. It's just regular. It becomes your whole regular routine, your whole regular life. And that's fun. And you will miss it if you if you don't realize that the starting point is over. You've already crossed the starting line. And when you realize that, you're able to appreciate, I feel, you're able to like the things that you do a whole lot more. You're able to uh, smell the roses, if you will. Stop by and enjoy things for what they are. Not to always be like, all right, let me get to the end. Let me get to the end. It's like, Trust the process and, and like the process. Everything is a process. And if you don't enjoy it, you're only going to be focusing on what the end result is. And if it's not what you want, then you're kind of just like, ah, oh, bummer. Like, you'll, you'll disappoint yourself. And when you do that, there's no joy. It's just a lot of sadness and a lot of like, again, you just disappoint. You're, you're disappointed. From the from the end result, which is why you have to uh, know when you, you're you're definitely in that groove when you're in that sweet spot, because that's what we're all chasing, right? Is that perfect balance, that sweet spot of you being the best version of yourself? Because I definitely feel that sometimes, but I don't always realize it. I don't always realize when I'm in that sweet spot until after the fact. And I look on it and I'm like, I was actually in that perfect pocket of me being funny, but also smart and also really kind and intelligent and, and doing all of these amazing things all at once. It was a perfect balance of who I am and who I want to be, you know, who I want to continue to be. And I didn't appreciate it enough. I was just being me. You know what I'm saying? And that's why um, when we begin again, we offer the opportunity to realize this is, uh, this is some, uh, a place that I want to be and I want to continue that, that feeling. I, it's, you know, more so like, um, I guess, surfing or skateboarding or something like that, right? Is that the constant repetition of getting up and trying again, getting up and trying again. You can... You can get back on the on the water. You can get back on the board. You can get back on a new wave and stuff like that. You can begin again and still get that feeling, that rush of when you're gliding on the on the board and then you keep on sailing through, I feel. And the final thing about when you're realizing the beginning is ending, I thought of this because I was thinking about a book. 
a book I read when I was a child and it like kind of opened my mind a little bit. It was kind of, it's kind of weird. I think it was like in second grade when I read this book, but this was like, I guess, fourth grade material. I don't really remember, but all I, what I do know is there was this snail on the front of it. And it was by one of my, uh, an author that was like really simple to like say. So I was like, yeah, I'll take that book. And there was also like an ant on the front. And the book was called The End of the Beginning. And it was by Avi, A-V-I. If you haven't read any of his books, I definitely recommend, you know, checking on some of his stuff. Um, I haven't read them in a long time, but I, I do remember... Uh, this book in particular because the whole time this snail and this ant like meet and they become friends and they go on this adventure and stuff and the whole time they're kind of talking about like where's the where's the start like if I'm on this stick like if I'm on this like branch of tree branch where does it really end where does it really begin because if I started over there then that would be the start and then this would be the end but if I was over here this would be the start and that would be the end. So it was this constant back and forth between the snail and ant talking about sort of where does everything begin and where does everything end and how do you how do you know when you're in the middle sort of. And I guess reading it as a kid, I didn't really I wasn't thinking about it too much. I was just kind of like, where are these guys going? I was I was just looking at the pictures on on the book I think and I was just kind of what what where where's the fight like I thought these two were going to have a have a war and then what ended up happening was a snail I mean spoilers for this book so go read this book first and then come back and listen to me talk about it but there was this point where the snail meets another snail and they're coming towards each other, but they're going really slow. And the ant is like, all right, snail, you got to fight this guy. You got, you got to beat him. He's in your way. You got to punch him. You got to, you got to tackle him head on. And then as they come closer to each other, they kind of just like dodge each other. You know, they like move uh, to the side and then they pass through each other. And then the snail is like, did I do it? And the ant is like, huh? What what just happened there? What's going on? And he's and he's like, you didn't even lay a finger on that guy. You just kind of flowed and passed through him. Huh. That was and it was kind of like this weird thing where the ant was like, I guess a little dissatisfied, but he was kind of like, You won because you came through to the other side, but that snail is also on the other side. So who really won that battle? Who won that war? And the snail's like, I don't know, but I just want to keep on rolling. I want to keep on going. And the ant is like, okay, let's keep going. And they form this this friendship, and that's what it was really about. And so I kind of want to end it with a quote from that book. Again, go go read the book called, as by Avi, The End of the Beginning Being the Adventures of a sno- of a Small Snail. Let me say that again because I messed it up. Avi, the end of the beginning being the adventures of a small snail. And this is the quote I'll use, the quote I'll say. Remember, lad, 
said the newt. Oh, was he a newt? I thought he was an ant. I guess, is that the same thing? Anyway, it goes, Remember, lad, said the newt, if it's going to be tomorrow, it might as well be today. And if it is today, it could have been yesterday. If it was yesterday, then you're over and done with it and can write your own book. Think about that. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm seven years old reading this. And I'm like, what is he talking about? But if you know, you understand it, then, hey, go write your own book. You can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. And I want to say a big thank you to everybody who listens on Spotify, who watches on YouTube. It means so much to me. And I hope you guys have a great day, a great rest of your day. And I'll see you guys all next time. Thank you.